I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. amazing human on this earth plane. I am so grateful that you are here. Just wanted to take a second and say if you click like or hit subscribe, it helps this podcast continue. I want you to live the fullest expression of your experience in life and you can find so much more by visiting BUFindHappy.com. There you'll find Empowered, my motivational journal for women, links to all of the various books, and so much more. Thank you for being you. Hi, David, and welcome to the BU Find Happy podcast. I've got to tell you, all week I have been talking to people about you as a guest because you have this fascinating idea uh, that the earth is not round, rather that it is flat, and you are the host of your own podcast, the Flat Earth Podcast, and so I'm just really excited and uh, fascinated to hear your theories on this. Could you share with the listeners a little bit about who you are and how you got into this? I'm just a normal business guy. I had my own company uh, working here in the Northeast, and uh, I was doing a conspiracy podcast. thought I was pretty open-minded. People started suggesting that I look into Flat Earth. I Im- immediately banned them from our social media for life uh, for being so silly or stupid, as I put it, to even suggest such a thing. But then um, over time, I was forced to look, and I went in with the closed mind of debunking flat earth and proving the globe and only then when you actually understand what the globe model is which which anyone that's a globe or doesn't um and you understand what the flat earth model isn't because what globe people think the flat earth model is is absolutely insane and uh they're right to think we're crazy if that's what they think um you know if we think that's what the earth is so that's kind of how i got into it and then uh then i realized oh Go ahead. I, well, I had people say to me, you know, that the space, the landing on the moon was all fabricated. And I've seen some kind of backup evidence of that. And that, you know, it, kind of along the lines of conspiracy theories, which many of which are now fact, um, you know, is that they're manipulating kind of what we see. And then there's this whole theory that, you know, we're living in like um, big brother land with, uh, kind of the Truman show happening and that there's an actual like crack in this matrix, this like earth dome kind of thing. So, I mean, it does all of that kind of play into the work that you're doing. Oh, it certainly does. The true man show. I say truth in the movies lies in the news. Um, the, the, the whole, the whole idea of where we live is, you know, we're we're convinced before we can talk, before we can even speak, before we go to school, that the earth is a globe. All children's programming, Sesame Street, in our school, our teachers have globes in the class. One of the first worksheets a kid brings home is how does the the orbits go? The, the moon goes around the earth, the earth goes around the sun. It's all indoctrination, every movie, um, everything. It's all about the globe. And once you are indoctrinated with that at such a young age, uh, you just accept it because, you know, a lie repeated enough becomes your truth. And 
the the reality is once you understand what this world is, you understand why the lie. I was going to say earlier that uh, when I figured it out, I'm like, okay, you know what? Every single thing that I thought proved the globe actually doesn't prove the globe. And I was like, oh, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work tomorrow. That's uh, where I was sadly wrong uh, or happily wrong. Um, it makes all the difference in the world. I don't care what shape the earth is. It's the lie that matters. It's who we are, where we are, what we are. Mm-hmm. That matters. So I, you know, I'm in this space. I actually recently just did a quantum healing and, uh, the person who did the quantum healing is coming on the podcast. She's big into 5D ascension stuff. And, um, you know, I'm in a space of kind of believing that there's this incredible shift of energy happening on earth right now. And, I think it's even evidenced by some of the things that we're seeing with the Schumann resonance and the eclipses and various different things like that. What what are your thoughts about that? I 100% agree. You know how everyone said, you know, in 2012, it's the apocalypse. Am I and say the calendar's ending? No, it was just the end of a cycle, and we're going into a new energy cycle, and people are waking up. It just it just doesn't happen overnight, you know, in Earth standards. It takes, it's been taking you know, a decade or a little more, and now people are waking up. There are so many people waking up to flat Earth. It's unbelievable. People that absolutely hated it, um, then they look at it, they're like, wow, that makes more sense. Think about astrology. You know, I used to laugh at astrology. It took four years of astronomy and no. Oh, I'm big on astrology. Yeah, so I, let me ask you a question because I'm not. I, I I think astrology is the real science. I used to laugh at it. But my question to you is you're charting all of the motions of the planets and uh, and, and using them to figure out everything. How come – I don't believe that astrology accounts for the motion of the earth, right? Um, well, it's relative to the sun. So in that sense, um, kind of, but probably not on the level you would expect considering – yeah, I mean, I guess we consider this to be stationary then or it, something like that. Because it is stationary. You know, the Bible says it's stationary. Not that I'm a Bible guy. My co-host is a big Bible guy. But there's over 200 verses in the Bible that talk about a flat, uh, stationary earth. Never in the, you know, never in the Bible does it talk about um, a globe or a planet. Um, you know, in Isaiah, it talks about the circle of the earth. Well, we live on a Think of the Earth as the basement of the universe. It's an extended Earth plane. Don't know how far it goes. Maybe it's infinite like space, but I don't know. And we live in a pond within that on, – on that plane, right? And then the edge of our pond is the higher land that contains the water. Large bodies of water at rest need a container, and we call that land Antarctica. But they've wrapped that around a ball and told us it's all condensed on the bottom of a ball on this little continent on the bottom of a spinning ball in an infinite space vacuum. And that's not the case at all. We live in the Antarctic Basin. Oh, you're going to have to start elaborating because my brain is spinning. But just to circle back on astrology, um, you know, I've always found it fascinating that most people really do fit on some level into the 12 signs of the zodiac. When I started getting much deeper into astrology, um, and incorporating it into my life as far as being cautious not to sign contracts during certain times and awareness for like right now I have Pluto coming through. So I'm shedding a lot of my skin and the way that I show up externally and, um, you know, being hyper aware of that process. Um, and just kind of knowing, you know, when Jupiter's in my, in my house of career, I'm going to have a lot of expansion and that that's opportunity and growth and go with it. It's been life. Uh, it's been transformative, very life changing for me to actually utilize astrology in my own, uh, in my own life on a day to day. 
Yeah, 100%. But think about this. I, I used to laugh at astrology because I'd say, all right, Mars is in retrograde. How does that little rock 30 million miles away from me that can't even affect our tides with its gravity, how does that affect my life? You know, So I just kind of wrote it off as Mr. Science Guy. And then when I realized what the Earth is and that everything we see in the sky is within the Earth's system and planets aren't what told, uh, tell us they are. They used to be called wandering stars. They're all named after gods. And if you look at them with a, you know, with a super zoom camera, you know, our optics have outgrown their lives. You zoom in on Mars, it's not a dusty, dirty ball. It's a pulsating orb of energy with Geom, you know, sacred geometry shapes in it. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, especially like Saturn with the hexagons and stuff. I mean, there's some right. wild stuff with that. But even, you know, what people ironically think that only Mercury goes into retrograde, all the planets do. Right. And, and once you understand how they work on a flat Earth, uh, it makes perfect sense. You know, there's astrologers out there that are doing, you know, fine work, but they're they're charting the motions with them while thinking they're on a spinning ball flying through an infinite universe. When when they realize that they're stationary and everything moves above us, they become awesome astrologers. Well, this is kind of interesting. So somebody said to me um, that Earth is really just a spaceship. <laughs> transporting well, aliens to their next destination and aliens being us. And if yeah. you think about it, like, that's kind of weird, you know, like kind of an interesting idea, not weird, but like curious and, and actually kind of cool. They've brainwashed us into believing that aliens are coming from, you know, distant planets circling distant stars. Um, if you actually really understood the distances, you'd realize how stupid that is um, and, and, and ridiculous. The closest star is 25 trillion miles away. Do you know how much a trillion is? I mean, it's a lot, lot. If I started paying you a dollar now every second, how long, how many years would it take before you became a trillionaire? Just a lot, lot. 31,000 years, okay? And the wow. closest star is 25 trillion miles away. When in fact, think about the extended Earth plane, just a figure, Kansas, right? That's what, you know, as for a little model, Kansas is the Earth. And there's a, there's a lake in there that's, you know, it, that's, you know, just a big circular lake and there's islands. That's the world. All of the islands are the continents. They're all surrounded by water. But the lake has a container, and it's Kansas, Antarctica. And it surrounds the, you know, it contains the water. So what if there was other ponds uh, beyond us? You know, what if there was other, you know, either another pond or maybe another ring around us, another sun circling beyond the shoreline? With me? I'm, I'm following. I'm yeah. following. It, on it, a, this, yeah. this is a topic that you really, really, you know, it's fun to do a radio show, but uh, the graphics are amazing. And here's the thing. If you're, if you, you know, most people start out here and they're like, oh my God, I'm tuning out. This woman has lost her mind. She's interviewing a flat earther. How stupid. Then if they stay around for a few minutes, they're like, huh, what he's saying is interesting. Let me, uh, let me do a little research. And they go to Google or YouTube and they type in flat earth. Um, that's going to take you to the flat earth society and take you to, all of these government-run disinformation channels that will just fill your mind with nonsense, and you'll just give up. You'll go, oh, my God, Father, this is stupid. That well, that is mind. one thing I, I do find interesting. Like, even even when I'm trying to search on something about HARP, you know, the weather manipulation and stuff, you've got to really dig de deep, 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 deep behind all of their propaganda before you get to the actual stuff. It's pretty wild. A hundred percent. And, and they they haven't removed all flat earth stuff yet, but they've made it so you really can't find it. 
So what I did is I created an app, which is uh, it's literally the highest rated app in the App Store and Google Play Store. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And what I tell people is if you think Flat Earth is crazy, I'm offering you two Bitcoins, which is around $80,000 $80, today. For one proof of the globe, all you have to do is take the challenge. Every day on the app, there's a featured video, which I hand select, and it goes onto the app. And they say, just watch that video every day. It shows up at 7 a.m. Eastern. Bam. You watch that video for two weeks. And if you still think the earth is flat, you can email me, info at theflatearthpodcast.com, and give me your one glow proof, and you win two bitcoins. But before you do, you have to hit the frequently asked questions button because the thing that you're going to offer me is probably already explained in there. Hit it. Look at it. Check it out. Um, and – you too will become a, you'll lose the respect of your friends and family because you'll be a flat earther. <laughs> okay, so so summarize some of these videos to help people that are tuning out. Well, like I don't so, believe this one bit. Yeah, so so when I heard about flat earth, I'm like, what are you talking about? Ships over the horizon, seasons. So, um, you know, Aristophanes in ancient Greece figured out the shape of the earth with his sticks and shadows. Uh, you know, well, you know, day and night, none of this could work. The 24 hour sun in, in Antarctica doesn't work on a flat earth model. All of these things actually prove flat earth um, airplane routes. So NASA, the, the you're going to have to explain, Lucy. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to explain. <laughs> um, did you know that, uh, that Ricky never said that in any episode? Seriously? That's a Mandela effect. Shut up. <laughs> you got some explaining to do Lucy, right? And it never happened. Never happened. God dang. You know, all this Mandela effect is killing me lately. Yeah. Like certain like boxes of cereal spelled certain ways and stuff. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I know. Crazy stuff. So so let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's address which one you want to address. Uh, you know, boats over the horizon, sunsets, you know, the, again, how about seasons? Uh, seasons is one I can let's, describe. on the radio. OK, let's start with the seasons. Yeah, so we're taught that the the northern hemisphere is tilted towards the sun in our summer, and it's tilted away in our winter. And when we're tilted away, the sun spreads out over a wider area, right? Is that what you remember about seasons? Yep. Okay. Um, so if that was true, at sunrise in the summer, it would be absolutely freezing because at sunrise, that's when we're you know you're tilted you know, 89 degrees away instead of 23.4 degrees away, and in our northern summer. We're three and a half million miles farther from the sun than we are in our winter. So at sunrise, it should be freezing. But here's an experiment that you can do. I live in Connecticut, and on, uh, on, in June and July, when the sun is over the Tropic of Cancer, our summer solstice, um, I can look at the sun at sunrise, and as soon as I see it on the horizon – I, I feel the heat on my face. You know, within a couple of minutes, I can feel the heat blasting on my face. I'm like, all right, it's a beautiful day. But then I can go six months later in December, end of December, when the sun is over the Tropic of Capricorn farther away from us. And during our winter, at the high point of the day, when the sun's maybe 50 degrees up in the air, you know, a, a pretty, you know, direct angle, you know, the highest of that day, much more than sunrise, I can't even feel the heat on my face. And the weird thing is we're three and a half million miles closer to the sun at that point. So let me explain how seasons work on a flat Earth, because that some people might have just short circuited on that, but seasons are easy. Imagine you and I. Say, can we go with the ship over the ocean? <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's explain seasons. So where, okay. where are you located? What what state are you in? I'm in Northern California. All right, Northern California. So you don't know much from snow, but here in the Northeast, no, you get I snow. live I live at Desolation Wilderness near Tahoe, so I do know snow. All right, so. So imagine yeah. it's winter. Is it, we're, we're both sitting outside in beach chairs uh, 15 feet apart from each other, and it's freezing, 
okay? And then somebody comes over and holds uh, 10 feet over your head a nice big heat lamp, a beautiful heat lamp, right? So you feel that heat radiating down on you, and you're like, ah, and you look up, and that heat lamp is, o- heat lamp is over your head. That's your summer sun. I'm 15 feet off to the side. That sun is not over my head. It's lower in the sky because I'm looking over at it. Just, you know, look at something over your head and look at something that height, you know, 20 feet away. It's lower. So that's my winter sun. I can see it. It's lower in the sky, but I can't feel the heat. Then that sun migrates over the next six months. Now it's 10 feet over my head. I'm warm. You're cold. It's high in my sky. It's low in your sky. Hmm. That's exactly how the sun works. You can visualize all of this on the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. It's $2.99, one-time charge. Read the reviews before you spend the money because the reviews alone will turn you into a Flat Earther. <laughs> huh, this is interesting. Okay, you gotta you got to explain, though, how the boats don't fall off the, fall off the edge of the horizon. Well, let me ask you a question. Well, why they disappear or fall off the edge? I mean, if you're on a lake in Kansas and you sail to the edge of a lake, can you fall off the lake? No, because the land is there and it goes on and on. Kansas is big, right? The lake is our known world and Kansas is the unknown Antarctica, which no one's allowed to go out and explore. Okay, so what's out there? More ponds, a dome? I couldn't tell you. I don't understand, though, because, like, if I see a boat go off into the distance, it doesn't just fall off the earth. No, it doesn't. It gets smaller and smaller. And there's a thing that they don't teach you in school. It's called the angular resolution limits of your eyes. And the way that works is as something gets smaller and smaller, its its angular size is getting smaller. And when something, when it gets down below 0.02 degrees, you can't see it even though it's there. So when you're watching a big freighter or a cruise ship go off into the distance – Well, the top of that cruise ship has a much greater angle to your eyes, and the bottom of that cruise ship, its angle is already smaller. So the bottom will start disappearing first, and then the cruise ship will just disappear, and it will be totally gone. And if you knew the distance, you'd say, okay, by the the dimensions of the Earth, it's definitely over the curve of the Earth. Then you get a super zoom camera. You zoom in, and there it is again. You can bring it right back into view. It's amazing. And we did an experiment. So and also you have you have little waves in there and you have atmosphere you have a moisture over the water all of that stuff adds to the disappearing of things in the distance but we did an experiment in a Home Depot a super smooth perfectly flat floor big long hallway and we got an iPhone and we put it down so the phone so the camera side was as close to the floor as we could and we put a red brick an inch in front of it and the red brick filled the whole screen then we dragged that brick away and it got smaller and smaller and smaller and at one point I don't know maybe 30 40 yards away you couldn't see the brick anymore it's gone it's gone from the camera's view you lift the camera up six inches or foot oh there's the brick you put it down the brick is gone now we stack three more bricks on top of that brick we can see the top three, but we can't see the bottom one. We drag the brick pile further. The second brick disappears. It all has to do with angular resolution limits of our eyes. The other thing is if the Earth is 24,901 miles around, like they tell us, there is a curvature formula, and that curvature formula has more curve than you would think. And this is what turned me into a flat earther. I saw all of these things that people could see too far. I said, okay, that's it. I bought $1,000 worth of camera equipment, tripods, <laughs> right? and I said, okay – at 10 miles, what's the curvature? Because I know there's a buoy off of my beach that's 11 miles away. And 
I uh, I said, okay, and I can't see it with my naked eye. And I said, okay, um, what's the curvature? And the curvature is 66 feet of curvature. I'm like, okay. And then I looked at some uh, flat earth debunking sites and they're like, no, 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 it's not 66 feet. It's, you know, the object is halfway over the bulge and you're halfway over the bulge. So it's only half the height, which is ridiculous, but I'll give it to them. So there's only 33 feet of curvature. Okay. So I sat down at the beach. I zoomed in. There's the buoy and worse, worse than that. Yeah. It should be 66 feet below the curve. Worse than that. I can see the surface of the water for dozens of miles beyond it. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you can't claim refraction because what's refraction lifting up the water behind it right to eye level and stop it. I mean, if refraction was the thing, it would lift it over my head or something. It would be crazy. So we can wow. see too far. Water leaves flat. You can't have high pressure next to no pressure like space without a physical barrier. I don't believe space is a vacuum. So that doesn't necessarily mean we need a physical barrier, but I believe there is a physical barrier. So how do you explain away then? There's pictures, there's this and that from <laughs> outer space. Is that just all a big fat lie? Well, it's not only a big fat lie. They admit it's a lie. The, the Robert Simmons, you can look it up. It's also in the app. Um, he, Robert Simmons is a visual artist for NASA. And in an interview, he talked about the blue marble, which is the one that was on everyone's iPhone. And he said, I created it in Photoshop. They gave me strips of data. They're like, oh, there's more plankton in this area. So I made that a little greener. You know, and then I was like, well, it's not looking round enough. So I put a specular highlight on it and I, I Photoshopped the clouds in. And I was really lazy and I used the same clouds again and again and again. And if you look at it, there's multiple, you know, stepped and repeats of the same clouds. And he said he made it in Photoshop. He admits the most famous picture of Earth is made in Photoshop. So then people say, well, what about the shot from the moon? Well, we never went to the moon. That's all fake. And we can prove that. But we took the photo. It's called the, the Earthrise photo. I think it's called Earthrise. It was the, the, the Earth um, off the edge of the moon. And we took it off their website. We put it into Photoshop. We cranked up the levels. And you could see a box around the moon, which shows that it was cut and pasted in. And they didn't realize when they made that, that we actually, you know, they, they never flattened the image. So um, they didn't know that we would have Photoshop when they made that image. And we were able to expose that. So NASA lies about everything. Anything that has the word NASA in it or nuclear bomb, um, you can just assume it's a hoax. Oh, my gosh. It's a good thing. Wow. Now. So what does this mean for all of us if the Earth is flat? And how does the moon play into this? Because, I mean, I feel like the, I feel like the energy of the moon is pretty spectacular as far as, Super you know, feminine cycles and the tides and just et cetera, et cetera. How does that kind of connect? Yeah, well, let, let me – that's a big, big – And, big... and then we got to talk about Newton, obviously. Because, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk you know. about that in a moment. And okay. So, so the moon is the the biggest mystery uh, um, on flat Earth and the globe Earth. It is it is amazing. I I personally, this is me, not speaking for the community. I believe that the moon has to do with the deliverance and removal of souls on this Earth plane. Okay. So. Whoa. Yeah. It's and Earth. the moon. Yeah, <laughs> the moon is you know, and when there's a new moon, guess what? There's no moon. It's not there. 
today, where you're uh, you're in California, you couldn't see it, but we had an eighty percent solar eclipse at sunrise this morning. Yes, that yes, it was. I, yeah, the sky was eerie this morning, even yeah. here. And and uh, and nobody has ever seen the moon approach or exit the sun. They just see this eclipse happening. Like, why can't we see, you know, with a infrared camera, whatever, regular camera, how come we can't see the moon? No one's ever seen the moon. You just see this thing eclipsing it. I don't believe the moon has a, a big part to play in an eclipse. Um, I, I believe it has to do with nodes in the sky clock. But that's a whole other thing. In the app, there's what about eclipses? There's 50 videos in there that YouTube will not feed you. I encourage you to watch them before one day YouTube removes them. I have them backed up, but right now it's the easiest way to access them. Yeah, so, it is crazy how they just remove shit. I mean, it's just wild. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's the more censorship coming. Can I ask you something? Do you think that's the evil forces in the universe at play? I think their evil forces are here on Earth controlling us. They steer. So here's the thing. They want you to believe that you are, um, that you evolved from pond scum, that you're flying on an insignificant speck in, in a godless or distant god infinite universe where an asteroid can take you at any time. That kind of depowers you. Think about this. They want you to believe you're, that when you watch the sunset, that you believe you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound. And that's why the sun's going down. Falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound. They think they tell you that the Earth at the equator is spinning a thousand miles an hour. We're orbiting at sixty six thousand six hundred miles an hour. Funny number, right? We're chasing the sun at like six hundred thousand miles an hour. And that entire system's moving sideways at millions of miles an hour. Okay, but somehow when you go out tonight and look at the stars next year and 10 years, same night, same time. Go out and look at the stars. Not a single one has changed. We're traveling 4.4 billion, with a B, miles every year. That's just one of the motions. And you go look at the stars, and there's no parallax. Nothing changes. Okay? Although NASA claims that they can figure out the distance of stars by measuring the parallax six months apart. Well, six months apart, one, you're on the other side of the sun. How are you even seeing the same stars? And two, if there's parallax six months apart, what about... Well, the the 4.4 billion miles we're traveling every year, <laughs> okay? It's it's such nonsense. The globe is the dumbest thing ever, and the fact that I ever <laughs> believed it, 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 I can kick myself. I'm like, how did I not see this? And and the majority of the world believes it. Wow. So, so the moon is what? Just a big chunk of rock hanging out? Negative. The moon and the sun that we see, I don't believe that they're even physical. I believe that they are projected into our reality. Imagine there's a a glass-like dome above us, and the source of the sun is on the other side of that. And the dome is more like a magnifying glass, just like when a kid uh, takes a magnifying glass and, you know, makes a little dot and starts burning things with it. Okay? Go outside with a magnifying glass and do that. Make the little dot and look at it and to ask yourself, does that look exactly like the sun? And it kind of does. And so I believe that the sun is being focused into our reality and everyone sees it in a place unique to their own. Like if you and I were standing at the beach watching the sunset and we're 50 yards apart, you're going to see the sun skimming across the top of the water right to your feet. If you're at the edge of the water, I'm going to see a line of the sun going to my feet. Okay, I'm going to look over you. I'm not going to see your son and you're not going to see my son because we're both having a personal relationship with the sun as he walks on water. Kind of weird, right? Right. You there? I'm here. 
<laughs> Did I blow your mind or I, I I'm literally like spinning. <laughs> you spinning like the earth. I get it. But and and I assume like you meditate. I, I assume you meditate occasionally. I do. All right, so uh, this is what I, want you to do. I have a, a meditation idea for everybody, and watch what it does to your spirit. Get into your meditation spot and imagine all the motions of the heliocentric Earth. First, you're spinning at a thousand miles an hour, then you're orbiting a uh, six hundred sixty-six thousand miles an hour, and then you're chasing the sun, corkscrewing through an infinite, um, infinite vacuum of space at a half a million miles an hour, and that entire system's moving sideways even faster. And then after you throw up and you feel horrible and your stomach's tied in knots, shake it off, get a drink of water, and then sit down and say, okay, I'm on the foundation of the universe. It does not move. I'm within a protected system. All the luminaries in the sky are circling above me with perfect precision. And you'll feel your spirit rise. Your head will clear. Your soul will resonate with your mind, right? Your soul knows the truth. This, your soul is a piece of God within us, and we're here um, in this matrix, whatever you want to call it, simulation in this realm, experiencing the world, expanding the mind of the creator. They don't want us to know that nobody has any power over us. Everyone that's in your town that's scared to death of the government, that's doing everything that they say, the only reason they're they're obeying is because they believe in their minds, in their imagination. But do they have the implant? You know the implant I'm talking about? Talked about the magnetism in the frontal lobe that like, yeah, that like prevents like where the pineal gland is basically totally like screwed up and they can't they, see. They've calcified our pineal glands with fluoride. They've they've um, what's uh, that the drug that's on all the, the um, pesticide acetate or I'm forgetting the word um, that's that's uh, basically screwing up everyone's hormones. I, you know, there, there's a drug that a, a drug, I call it a drug. It's a pesticide that turns male frogs into female frogs that can actually breed. And uh, it's in our water at like 50,000 times that level that it takes to do to frogs. It's everywhere. It's on corn. It's uh, it's one of the major pesticides by, I believe it's Syngenta. Um, and it's totally messing with us. Their goal of the new world order is to depopulate the world, and they call that the Great Reset. It happens every hundred years, and seems like we're right in the middle of it right now, and people are just obeying. Here's the beautiful thing. The beautiful thing is we have free will. Whether it's God-given or naturally given, that's fine, whatever you want. But we have free will, and you're not allowed to break anyone else's free will. We have two goals here. Maintain control of your soul. Don't give it up. Don't be let it be lured away with the soul lure system. And don't interfere with anyone else's free will. Right? So they have to get us to agree to all of their nonsense for them to pull it off. They wanted to invade all of these countries in Iraq, in, in the Middle East, you know, Iraq, Iran, um, you know, all, all this stuff. But they couldn't do it until we all pounded the war drum. So then they did that event in New York. And then we all pounded the war drums, including me. I did it, right? But it's all mind control. They need us to create their world. Everything you have in your life is because of the way that you think, period, right? And and that's how it works. They don't want us to know that our thoughts can create our reality, that we can free ourselves from this fear matrix, right? They steer our minds with the north, east, west, south news, okay? 
They're steering our minds with fear, lack. They want us to believe that there's a food shortage. You can find a jar of seeds that your grandma put in the garage 50 years ago. Take one of them, stick them in the ground. Water will fall from the sky, the most precious substance on earth, and food will grow out of the ground. There is no food shortage. There is no water shortage. There is infinite water below us and infinite water above us. They want us to believe that a terrorist company, country, Kim Jong-un, who's actually a mental patient who can't even talk, um, it, it has nuclear bombs. Nuclear bombs don't exist. They have us living in fear. Every day NASA says, oh, an, another asteroid just missed us, the size of a refrigerator, the size of a truck, you know, um, just missed us. You know, and if it happened, you know, it would just, you know, it would put us into a, a winter, you know, nonsense. It's all nonsense. We're here in this created world and there is a creator. They don't want us in a situation where we cannot deny there's a creator. I used to deny there was a creator. I don't believe it. I believe in evolution. I believe the whole thing. Then when I investigated the world, I'm like, oh my God, the world is flat. Then I was like, crap, that means it's intelligently designed. Crap, that means there's a creator. And I had no way out. Sorry for going on so long. No, it's funny how we get ourselves into those realities, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> how we come to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it, it's amazing. You know, once here, here's the thing. People are like, oh, you're just screwing up my life. I'm not screwing up your life. I'm telling you your whole life is a lie <laughs> more than you realize. And I'm putting a foundation underneath you. We are beings. We are creatures of this earth. We are connected to the earth. The earth is part of who we are. We can't live off of this earth. And when you want to talk about extraterrestrials, think about it. Extra means what? More. Terrestrial is from terra. Terra is land, more land. What if there's another pond beyond the shoreline of Antarctica or another ring around us? That would And there was land out there. I'd call that extra terra. And if somebody came to visit us from that outer space beyond Antarctica, they'd be an extraterrestrial from outer space. Its words are right in front of us. They tell us what's going on. They have to tell us. It's part of the free will deal. <sighs> so you mean that they have to show it? They always tell us what they're doing. They always, you know, they tell us, and if we're too stupid to say no, then then that means yes. It's the way this world works. If somebody makes you an offer and you don't say no, you're accepting that offer, right? You can't just say no. You have to counter offer. It, it, it's the way this world works. And someone says, I'd like to stick something in your arm to make you stay healthy. And you can say, well, okay. You can't just say no. You say, okay, I'll allow you to do that when you show me that each one of those ingredients has been tested independently to prove that it doesn't cause any ill effects, which they can't do, right? right. So you, know, you have total control over your life. Um, it's just they have convinced you that you don't. And you're, again, you know, the world, they tell us that the world is getting <clears throat> smarter and smarter and we're at the pinnacle of intelligence. We are one step away from idiocracy, okay? Go right. watch that documentary. That's a documentary at this point. Okay, the, in the 1800s, <laughs> there was a worldwide civilization called Tatari. Are you familiar with that? No. Worldwide. I'm familiar with Atlantis. Yeah, well, that that's be even before Tataria, and uh, Atlanta and and Tataria was an advanced civilization. There's buildings everywhere, all countries, all states in the United States are everywhere that were built back then. Go look at the Capitol building. We didn't build that. It was here when we discovered America. If that's what really happened, we didn't really discover America. These are old buildings, okay? And they were mud flooded. This world had a mud flood, and I think it happened after uh, an ice age because of the way the cycles on the Earth work. But there's buildings everywhere where there's windows 10, 
you know, a couple stories underground, there's windows. Why are there windows underground? Why are there pillars underground? Okay. Why, you know, and the answer is because our history isn't what they told us. Go look in, uh, in, uh, where's that famous clock in, uh, in Europe? Um, I forget it, but many of the buildings there, they're all of the doors and all of the windows are too big and too high for regular sized human beings. There, it, it's amazing. I mean, there was, there was giants here, period. There, there were giants, and uh, the Smithsonian Institute is here to hide that. If you ever discover any, like, wow, I found a thigh bone that's 15 feet long in my backyard, the Smithsonian Institute will come and thank you for it and take it and say they're going to investigate it, and then they'll dump it in the middle of the ocean, and you'll never see it again. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so one thing I got to know is where are we headed? Where are we going with all of this? Is this going to come to light? People are talking about the great solar flash. What what happens next? Yeah. So what happens next is all up to us. It's whether people wake up. Um, I personally believe that the thing that they're sticking in everyone's arm, I'm, I'm just being speaking around the bush because I'm not sure where you're going to air this, um, is is uh, affecting the way people can actually think. There's people that say they, they got that and they no longer can feel God. Um, I think that there's some crazy stuff about to happen in the next two years that's going to be mind-blowing. But if people wake up, wake up this entire tyrann- tyrannical system could end by the end of the day today if everyone just woke up and realized who we are, where we are, what we are. Hey, Dave, why are you talking about Flat Earth when all of this other craziness is going on in the world? And I say – all of the other craziness is going on in the world, so nobody Holy realizes where they are. That's right. what's going on. And I've woken right. people up to all the deceptions that are out there, and they go right back to sleep. They go right back to work, and they keep feeding the system. But when you wake people up to flat earth and they really look into it, they unplug from the fear matrix. They realize that life is safe. Life is amazing. Uh, you know, Systemic racism does not exist. That all of the, all of the stuff that they're pushing on the news – they're controlling our minds. They're making people believe it. Like you didn't used to laugh when somebody got hit in the head with a board when the, when someone's carrying a board on their shoulder until the three stooges told you it was funny. Okay, so they they literally control our minds. They're 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 telling us what to think. They're showing us examples. You know, we watch these movies and they're programming us. Most movies are alien movies at this point, and they want us to believe in that because that makes you real think that you're on a spinning ball flying through an infinite vacuum. We're in a prison for our mind, and that's the globe. If I told you that, what if there was other continents, 50 new continents that you never knew about beyond Antarctica? Would you be interested in going? Probably, right? Especially when it's getting tyrannical here. There's a book called The Iron Republic. I highly recommend if you're a reader, read it or get it on YouTube. It's it's in the app under Antarctica, and, uh, and it's in the book section on the app um, where it's about um, – a senator from New York who just got tired, he retired, uh, I think it was the late 1800s, and he he went to Antarctica and found an opening in the, you know, with his ship, and he went through, and he popped out uh, into the ocean again. He didn't know where he was. He was lost for a month, and they found some land, and they came – they were approaching the land, and a boat came out. And they're like, hey, hello, and he spoke English. Amazing. And uh, he's, you know, he's like, where are we? He's like, you're at the Iron Republic. He's like, well, we're from America. Where is the Iron Republic? And he said um, – it's on the other side of Antarctica, equal distance from where the United States probably is. And they went there, and this is this was published in Florida Magazine in a, a series of articles in Florida Magazine in, uh, I think, 1901, give or take. 
And they talked about flat screen televisions, electric cars, floating, all sorts of technology, some of that we're just getting now, some of it that we don't have. Computers, laptops, handheld screens, all of this stuff he was writing about in this in this story. So do we have any proof that that is real? No. Does it seem real? Yes. And so um, so you say, you know, all of this is to distract us. Well, these evils are obviously here and there's obviously things happening. So what happens next? What comes next? What happens next is we need to wake up and say, no, they're not allowed to break our free will. But everyone who is willingly sticking out their shoulder and playing into the system. In 1920, we had a thing called the Spanish flu. Nobody really knew what it was. But the motto back then was everyone was wearing masks and everyone was saying, hey, you need to get vaccinated because uh, we need to protect our soldiers, protect, protect our war heroes who are all sick from the lands, the foreign lands they went to. They went to foreign lands and got sick, but they had like 30 inoculations to protect them from getting sick. But they all got sick. Hmm, interesting. Can anyone make a correlation there? And so everyone got injected and 60 million people in America died. OK, right. I think more died than that. So what's going on right now? It's the same thing, right? You know, there's so much evidence of this happening again, and people are just sleeping, walking into it. I personally think this is an intelligence test that's going on right now, and people that don't wake up are going to fail the test. Yeah, I think so. I think so, but I'm trying to stay in oneness. I'm trying to stay in non-judgment, but it is really hard. So, so here's the thing. I don't wake up people that don't want to wake up. You mm-hmm. came on, you know, had me on your show because you're interested in having this conversation. This is a wonderful conversation. I'm having a fantastic day. This is wonderful. <laughs> okay? This is this is fantastic. And and the world is amazing. And if everyone realized the world was amazing and stopped listening to idiots that have no no, no say over you because someone's wearing a uniform and a badge doesn't mean they have any control over you. They they have nothing. They None of that matters. It's all nonsense. So if everyone would enjoy their life, if everybody took care of the person to their right, the world would be fixed immediately. Wow. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. So so what I do is I'm talking to people that want to hear it. And I go on shows and people get – this is what I call a flat smacking where people are like, what? Flat Earth? Never even heard of such a thing. And if they listened and if they stayed here and if they go, all right, let me do a little research and not Google Flat Earth. Can you do that? You're going to find nonsense. Um, and the only way I know to wake people up on their own is get my app, the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. It's on Apple. You need an iPhone 6 or better or an iPad. And Android, you need operating system 8.0 or higher. It's it's $3. It cost me a ton to make. I walked away. I'm not doing this for the money. I walked away from a high six-figure company that I started. I walked away from it all because something in the universe said walk away because none of this is going to matter if the world isn't fixed soon. I agree. Hey, it was awesome having you on today. I appreciate it. Thank you, can you find so me, much. You can find me at the – if you're forgetting the name of the app because it's really long and confusing, just find me at theflatearthpodcast.com. Website, Perfect. It, it, that's the website, theflatearthpodcast.com. Um, the app link is there. The, 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 the podcast is there. If you commute and you want to just listen to audio, the podcast is great. Uh, start from the beginning, and I guarantee within five episodes, you too will lose the respect of your family and friends because you'll be a flat earther. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. I just had a great time chatting all things nuttiness, and I'm looking forward to checking out your app as well. Uh, Thanks again for coming on the BU Find Happy podcast. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. 
This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.